Now it's time for this. News Talk's Executive Chair. Thanks to Skillnet Ireland, driving business success through innovative training and upskilling. I'm delighted to welcome to the Executive Chair this week, Alan Cox, recently departed CEO of CORE and soon to be CEO of a new software startup. Alan, you're very welcome to the programme. Thanks for having me, Bobby. Now we'll talk about the uh, new startup in a minute and again we'll talk about CORE, we'll talk about lots of things. But I want to bring you back to Dunleary where you grew up uh, and tell me a little bit about your early years. Um, and, and before the, uh, your entry into the advertising uh, world. Well, actually, uh, one of the stories that relates to that uh, came from those years. When I was 14, I got a CB radio. I don't know if you remember the CB radios. Yeah. And that's the reason I'm sitting here right in front of you today. No way. Yeah, absolutely. Because the CB radio, uh, which was our social network really at the time. And it was a trucker's thing primarily. It was. that yeah. kind of came over and away from the United States and, and took this part of the world by storm and was our social network, you know. Amazing. Uh, so uh, that got me interested in pirate radio and pirate radio got me interested in advertising. And uh, that's why I'm sitting here in front of you today. Well, I'm delighted you are here. Tell me a little bit about your pirate radio years and and a little bit about those times because again I was we're about the same age I think so yeah I, I remember the the late 70s the early 80s uh, oh, it was a very exciting time yeah. and uh, it was a great period of exploration for radio because you know apart from the national broadcaster there wasn't choice so you know we had to go out and create that choice ourselves and for some time the authorities led us away with it you know but I started on uh, very simple radio stations. In fact, the first radio station I started on was in a garage and we had to go off air when the house had to do the washing because the, <laughs> because the record decks were on top of the washing machine. Yeah. Uh, and then eventually I got onto Radio Nova, the, not the current Radio Nova, but the original one that was run by the famous or infamous Chris Carey. That's right. And uh, I enjoyed a short spell on that just before it went off air. Was that a part-time job or a full-time job? It was part-time, Yeah, because uh, yeah, I was actually still a student at the time. Uh, and it was just around the time that I started uh, getting involved in advertising. But it was at the weekends, primarily. Yeah, yeah. so you studied advertising in the College of Commerce and Rap Mines. That's right. Um, again, uh, 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 it's, it's still part of uh, TU Dublin, but it no longer, I think, uh, functions as, a, as an academic hub. But there was a lot of creative people there. Uh, again, some friends I had were all studying communications. It was the place for media training It was, se. in fact, they had a journalism course as well and yeah. public relations. It was a great time and uh, it was a very difficult time in Ireland in, the, in those years. In fact, I was reminded of that reading that great book by uh, Fintan O'Toole, We Don't Know Ourselves, about those extraordinary years. Yeah. But I, uh, as soon as I could, I got a job because jobs are thin on the ground. So towards the end of that first year in the College of Commerce, a job availability, a job became available uh, in Peter Owens and I took it. Yeah. Yeah. And let's talk about, you know, the madmen of those times. Mm. Um, you know, we we hear the folklore of the long lunches, uh, the late starts in the day, the bringing a client for a meeting and almost not remembering uh, what happened at the meeting. But were they really as heady as people say? Well, I think uh, before my time, probably that madman era that people, you know, celebrate when they talk about it, um, it happened. There's no doubt it was there. I came in at the tail end of the long lunches, uh, but they were very much part of the culture. Yeah. People would go out at lunchtime and not come back in many cases. And the somebody said to me once, a former boss of mine said that in those days, 
the business was a bit like a lifestyle business. You know, it was run by entrepreneurs really for lifestyle reasons rather than to turn a book. You know, as yeah. long as it, it covered its costs and made a little bit at the end of the year, they were happy. And uh, it wasn't as professional as it became in the 1990s and is now a very professional, very well-run industry. And there was it was probably a small enough community, okay, there were a number of agencies and that, but mm. I suppose in terms of everybody knowing everybody from oh, yeah. all the various agencies and people that you may have worked with that then would be competitors and all oh, that sort was, of stuff. You know, yeah. Like I've worked with some people four times, you know, <laughs> in different companies. It's very incestuous, if that's the word, uh, as an industry. And around the time I started, it was all around Fitzwilliam Square. So that yeah. was like our Madison Avenue. Like all the agencies, by and large, were located in around Georgian Dublin. Yeah. Um, you talked then about, from after being... Uh, part of the uh, the network, which was part of Ogilvy. You were then the CEO of Carrot Ireland. Uh, so that was from a good number of years, 1998 to 2006. Yeah. Um, and then did you do the, what people would have thought as something inconceivable, you joined the major competitor. I want to know about that because yeah. that's always a, a, a source of intrigue. Well, I enjoyed me. my time in Carolot and I learned an awful lot there uh, under Pat Donnelly, who was uh, a great character and, and taught me how to think more expansively about the industry and about business. So I, I really uh, learned a huge amount during those years. And then towards the end of my time in Carroll, I wasn't looking for a job. I was really happy there. And I got a call from uh, what is now CORE, what was at the time Starcom MediaVest Group. And uh, Porik Moran, a, a great mentor of mine, called me and asked, would I be interested in coming and having a chat? So that led to uh, me being offered the job. Um, and however, at that stage, uh, it wasn't as straightforward as just leaving um, because there was, there was a contract in place and gardening leave followed. So right. as a result of And that, was it clear your desk in 10 minutes and uh, off not, you not, go? Not quite because, you know, I think everybody uh, knew me well enough to know that there was not going to be, I wasn't going to, you know, make life difficult and, and to start uh, creating um, anything that would unsettle the, the carrot sure. business. So uh, I wasn't asked to leave immediately, but reasonably promptly. <laughs> 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 and, uh, and then followed a period of six months gardening gardening leave, which was uh, remarkable. And uh, I'm not sure I made the best use of it, but uh, towards the end of of my six months, I did a bit of travel and uh, it was uh, certainly a career experience. That's for sure. Well, just talking about CORE then, again, the big player in the advertising marketplace, but a business or a sector that has changed so much with, you know, the changing with social media, with you know, having one broadcaster, having, a, in other words, the channels of getting your message through to the end consumer, they've changed so much in the last, over your career particularly. Oh, they, they have. Uh, uh, yeah. To, um, I would suggest that maybe laterally some of that change hasn't been good. Uh, well, I, I think it's certainly, there's a spectrum there and we can talk about it all day. Uh, but the, the key issue for me at the moment is that you know, Ireland needs to have a healthy and balanced media environment. Yeah. And if you look at the last number of years, there's been a great change in terms of the the funding available for indigenous media in Ireland. Uh, so in, 20, in 2000, actually, about 96% of all advertising money went to indigenous media yeah. in terms of media spend, uh, whereas now that's down to about 46%. So effectively, you know, the indigenous media market is losing about 200 million euro per annum 
in funding that they well, once had. Is that, is that not catastrophic in well, terms of, you know... If it's left, if, if the situation is left to continue, it, it could have catastrophic outcomes, there's no doubt. And, you know, we need to have a balanced and healthy media environment for a functioning democracy, you know, for a thriving and sure. diverse uh, culture. It's, it's an essential part of who we are. So that's the that's why the government put in place the Future of Media Commission, whose job it was to look at this situation to make recommendations. Now, the frustrating thing is that that report has been finished some months ago, but it's stuck in cabinet. I think there's some disagreement. I don't know uh, about some of the content, but it's really important that that comes, that's published, and I'm hoping, although I'm a bit worried that it doesn't or won't contain the full uh, sort of spectrum of of uh, of initiatives that are really required, but I'm yeah. looking forward to its publication because it's a really important issue. So you decided to uh, jump ship um, this year uh, after a, a long career uh, with CORE. What inspired that uh, change, this, this midlife crisis as we call it? <laughs> well, um, <clears throat> I've always planned my career moves carefully and in advance, um, with the exception actually of the move to CORE, but every other move has been very well planned out. So um, I'm 55 now and I decided that I wanted to do one more big thing. Right. Um, so I decided in 2019 that I would inform the the chair of, of CORE, Patrick Coveney, of my decision to leave in 2022. And, and then we started to, uh, you know, the succession program began, which took uh, some time and we, we did it carefully and we made a brilliant choice in the the deputy CEO of CORE, Aidan Green, is succeeding me. And Good luck to him. Very yeah. popular and uh, very polished professional. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's worked out well for CORE. And I think it's good. I think change is good. Good for me and good for the organisation. 15 years running the business, I think it's time to yeah. try something else. And you know what? Uh, if, if, if I can, uh, again, share my own story, but to do something very different after a fairly steady and long career something is actually very refreshing. I think, although you haven't commenced your journey yet, I think you're going to enjoy it. I really do believe that. It's a great word, refreshing. That's that's exactly how I feel. Um, and I feel rejuvenated and excited by what comes, you know. And I don't see it as an enormous change for me. I think it's an evolution. You know, in the last five years, I've been working a lot about the tr- on the transformation of CORE from what it was, which was a, a group of companies into what it is now, which is one company of eight integrated practices. Yeah. And that uh, gave me the bug uh, in relation to transformation, understanding it more. I realized that there's a, a gap in the market. You know, something that we've definitely learned over the last two years is that companies need to change. It's It's part of you know, business. It's not something that happens from time to time. It's an evolutionary thing that we should always be looking at. So I feel that there's a real opportunity for a product, a software product to address the SME market who are going about transforming their business. Okay, well, we look forward to seeing this space and we look forward to talking to you again, Alan Cox. Finally, I just wanted to ask you about, you know, the advertising business and all the great characters that I certainly, and I don't know many of them, but anybody I've met in that industry tends to be a, a, a very strong character, a, a very different way of doing things. Have you found working with all those creative people really, I suppose, stimulating over the years? Absolutely. I think uh, the magic that you really see in advertising comes from when you have collaboration from all the various disciplines. And that's one of the reasons in core why we brought all the disciplines back together. If you like, we brought the band back together yeah. uh, because, we, you know, that's where you get the spark of creativity, 
that's where you get that real sense of enjoyment when you work with a team who are coming at things from different angles, from different backgrounds, different points of view, great diversity of thought. And I loved that about working in CORE. And uh, I must say, it's really set up for the future. OK, well, listen, you're a true professional and we wish you every success in what I know is going to be a success. Alan Cox, uh, former CEO of CORE and soon to be uh, CEO of this new software startup, which is called? I'm keeping that under wraps. There you go. Uh, the true advertising professional. He's saving the punchline till later. Alan, thanks very much. Thank you, Bobby. 